Hey, yo, shorty, won't you go get a bag of this lethal? I'll be undressed in a bra all see-through. Why you count your juice thinking I'm going to cheat you? The only one thing I want to do is freak you. Keep your stone set. I got my own baguettes. And I'll be doing things that you won't regret. Little Kim the Queen Bee, so you best take heed. Shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. I'ma throw shade if I can't get paid, blow. You niggas ain't buying Cristal, you sharing that drink. Fuck, do I care what you think? I come through wearing that mink. Niggas all drunk. I don't wanna hit your blunt. I can fuck with any bitch that I want. Is that your nigga? Nigga looked over like, I did that back in 06. I was like, wait, hold up. That's my jam. This new dime, bitch. That's my man. Try to get this money as best I can. Can you do it from the side, baby? Yes, I can. Just wait. I'm going to beat it out like say. Going all on your neck. Passionate sex. Play with it. Spoil. Keep that wet. All the attitude. You can keep that down. Deep strokes falling back while I'm pulling on your hair. I give it that when she acting up. I give it that it when she acting up. I give it that up when she acting up. I give it that up when she acting up. That's all she want when she acting up. That's all she need when she acting up. I'm going to give you that up when you acting up. I'm going to give you don't play because I'm at what's up. I give you that up when you acting up. Yay, yay. That's right. Give it, give it up, give it up. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to a logical perspective <laughs> where things you thought made sense become confusing. And then, and then, if it does make sense, she probably wasn't listening, son. And if he wasn't listening, that's your problem because we about to go into this whole new millennial. Yep. <laughs> you just gonna agree, huh? <laughs> she said we doing this whole new millennium. Oh, you agree with oh, that? It's oh, not yeah, a millennium. It, it ain't. Yeah, it's just a decade. It is just a decade. You're right. My name is Bundles, bitch. And my name is Crispy, and that spells C H R I S P. Wow. for the party. Oh, oh. <laughs> also known as Lando Cal Crispian. Also known as Shia LaBeouf da- LaBeouf's Down. Also known as, I mean, if you're going to put it in my face, you might as well. And I'm black. Hey. You know, we ain't did this in so long, I forgot I'm supposed to have a song ready for see, you. you. See, I looked at you like, hey. I don't know who you're looking at, okay? I don't know who you're looking at. Okay, A. <laughs> if I do A, that's a black. If I do A, A. What up, though, bitches? What up, though? A. How y'all hoes doing this shit? Alamani Black, how was your week? <clears throat> it was good. It was good. Um, I felt so inspired. When I went to class this week, y'all, or train or my team meeting down in Arkansas, it was so cool. Um, I would also like to let you know that you're home to- office. Yep. Oh, 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 shit, now. Yep, yep. That's how I know she don't pay attention to the group text, but that's okay. Didn't say that's specifically all- the words home office in the group text. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay, friend. Did it say the words home office in the group text? <laughs> no. no. Thank you. Thank, no, you. Thank, no, you. No, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did it? Did it? No. Okay, then. <laughs> no. You just said the location. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I just it's know it's in that deal. state. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Come on now. Give, give, give me something. That's, you, you treat me like I said, oh, you mean the place over by the, uh, by the nursing? Well, the nursing home was two blocks away. Come on, bitch. Come on, bitch. Hey, it's no problem here, buddy. But um, it was really very, it was really, really, really expiring. Expiring, excuse me. Inspiring. I was like, what? 
<laughs> no, it was inspiring. I really enjoyed myself. I was like, um, damn, 2019 taking everything. Mm, hello? Um, but anyway, it was super dope, super dope. It was cool to meet the rest of my team members who um, I'd only met two out of the, like, eight team. So it was pretty, it was pretty cool. And the fact that my badge swipes into everything and people was knowing my name and everything, it was... Talk about like, clearance in this bitch. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. But um, this was something that I noticed that I thought was interesting. So I um, went to the bathroom because this was an opportunity for me to drink more water simply because, like, that's a way for me to stay up during, like, classes and when you're sitting all day. And I went to the restroom. That happens the- to me, too. Water, like, um, I can drink. Like, I probably, on a year's time, I probably have, like, four to six coffees a year. But water, I could tell if I'm tired, if I get a nice cool water, drink a night, at least, let's say I got a bottle. If I drink a quarter of the bottle, I'm going to wake up a little bit. Right, right, right. So um, I got to the bathroom and there was no uh, seat covers, which was like, it's okay because I've been in a million, many uh, office building and there's right. no seat cover, right? Right, right, right. But in every stall, there was a can of Lysol. That's real. I'm, I'm here for that. So, what what do you think the process is like for that? Like, how are you probably before to- and before and after? But I feel like most people probably gonna do it after, so it's probably just a before thing. So you saying that people they got it so that people can use it like it's a gym mat, huh? Like when you go to um when you go to like gyms and stuff like that, they tell you you're supposed to wipe down the equipment when you get done. So you saying basically they want you to treat it like that. That's in my mind. That's how it was. Like you just you you sit on the toilet and then when you're done, you spray it down. Because if you use cupcakes <laughs> philosophy, you will be sitting on a wet toilet. Touche, touche. I don't nah. need to put my business on this podcast. First and foremost, <laughs> how about that? What? How is this? Do you the bitch take dying. the bitch dying on video? <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't hear it though. So I I also think it's kind of like a. Uh, you know, like the sprinkle if you tinkle, but if you do wipe the seat, I think it's one of those type things. So if it's a if you a good squatter and you're not a splasher, you ain't gonna need this Lysol. But if maybe you a good squatter, but the motherfucker that was before you was trifling, and now shit stains on the seat, so go ahead spray you that down. I don't understand motherfuckers that be leaving shit on the toilet. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? You nasty. You saw. aim your asshole in the toilet. Let me tell you, it's this white woman at work. Um. She walks inside the bathroom every day and she don't wash her hands when she get done to put nasty on top of nasty. When she goes to the sink, she press the button, she rinses her hands underneath it, and then she does like this to her mouth. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. and then she slapped somebody at work. I said, look, if I could tell you the things that she do in the bathroom, you go back and beat that bitch ass. Because she just <laughs> gave you hands, foot, and mouth with her nasty ass. She be doing something with her mouth to you in the bathroom? She do something with her own mouth with a nasty ass shit, shit post shit hands. Water don't clean off shit. That's how the black pagan gets started. You know this black goddamn black pagan in China. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what you just said. It's in China. She said, "You know it's a black plague in China." Oh, I thought you said you. I thought you were saying it was a black pagan, and I was like, "Oh, like Christmas holiday? It's a pagan holiday." What is pagan me? <laughs> I was confused. I was confused. Please don't mute yourself. So, listeners, um, if it sounds like it ain't normal, we on we on Skype. 
And Chris be muted herself because she be dying every episode. And she trying to have better audio. I'm trying. And she actually eating ass on camera. You know, if y'all hit up our Patreon, I, I leak the video. Yeah, Patreon, I ain't got no chairs or nothing. Well, maybe if you put it in work. It's like, no. <laughs> got it. Finish your week, but <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, it was all over. Like any bathroom I went to, they had that. So I just was, I just thought it was strange to me, but it was smart. But then I was trying to wear the cost versus um, toilet, like seat covers. And then I thought, well, for the environment, which is, you know what I mean? But you know, whatever. I'm not making decisions. Huh? How so did you use the glass saw? I didn't use the glass saw. I just squatted. And I think, honestly, I think that's got to be like a, an aerial, like a, an area thing. Like people who grow up in metro areas or urban areas, because all them people, not to be a creeper, but like when you when you squat, are your feet fully planted on the ground? When I'm outside. When you are in the bathroom. <laughs> Send her just unmute your shit. You can't keep muting your your fucking microphone. I'm unmuted. I'm unmuted. I'm just shaking my head. I'm unmuted. I'm there's no words coming out. The commentary is what makes this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I was I was because I was just thinking like my Jesus. Because what happened was in my mind I was squatting over at the toilet and seeing was my feet fully planted. And then you say, "Am I outside or inside?" And my head was down and my head shaking like sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. So. Um, with that said, uh, my feet, I try to make sure now I am very particular when it comes to, see, I'm very traumatized when it comes to using the restroom. I didn't learn how to properly squat and use in the restroom until I was like 14 years old. When I found out how to do that, there was no looking back. Okay. I even have, I remember my little cousin who is now old enough to have a seven year old child. I remember taking her to the bathroom and she was so inept that got down squatting the bitch pissed on me. I'll never forget. I had on. <laughs> 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 who knew she was doing it literally in figure. Man, what I had, uh, I had on the swish swish jogging pants, so it made it a little bit easier to just wipe them bitches down and keep them moving, you know, you know, the swish swish, the nylon boys. So, but I had, I had learned in that moment, I said, I will, I will master this squatting and peeing shit. So, when I squat, there's a couple of things that I make sure is happening. I make sure that the back of my pants is not touching the bottom part of the toilet bowl. Because that shit be nasty. I also make sure that my pants are not too long that the bottom of them are touching the floor. The floor. Because the floor be nasty. Mm-hmm. I also make sure that the back part, like where my bot- my butt is, is not touching the floor neither. Because um, sometimes, I don't know why, but toilet floors are also wet. Like like the back part, like imagine your butt part. If you're pulling, pulling your pants down to the ground, like if they're a little oh, bit bigger. that part. I'm like, why your butt on the floor? But no, okay. no, the back part of your pants. Like I make sure that that's not touching the ground. And um, uh, I think that's about it. I whether my feet are fully planted on the floor, I'm not that sure. I'm not, I don't think I worry about that. I just make sure that nothing that is going to touch and come with me is touching the floor. <laughs> I, okay. like when, I like when people come with me too. Okay. Um, that's not what we're talking about. Nope, nope, nope. Moving on. Um, we said when you want you... a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> she want <was> a commentary. 
<laughs> you know what I want. <laughs> you know what I'm here for. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Um, That's kind of true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so but when you use the bathroom regularly, are your feet planted on the floor? Like when you're sitting on the toilet? Yeah, but sometimes I got to like move my feet to the side, like because my legs start falling asleep. So I got to go shift my weight from one leg to the other. That's true. Uh, yeah, so my your feet, feet are my... fully planted on the floor when you sit on the toilet? Sometimes, sometimes I'm on my heels. It just depends on what I'm doing. Right. Because, but I never, I never sit all the way back on the toilet. Okay. So it's like I be posted on my knees, like bent over in a way. Not. But then sometimes I. Okay. Y'all, like your elbows be near your knees. Is what you I said. can demonstrate for y'all because we on. No, track. no, no. Oh, she, she ain't say she get naked. God damn. No. If we don't need to see it. Why do you want to see this? So I'll be like, that's this. all she's saying. Yeah, that's all she know. I but then, it. like, yeah. when it be coming out, I like to push my stomach in and hold it like this, so it make it seem like it's coming out better. Wait, what are we talking about again? Song, so you talking about shitting? We talking about <laughs> And then she asks, when you at home and you doing the thing at home, what do your feet do? When I'm at home, I didn't ask what your feet do. I asked, are they planted? <laughs> I was very specific in my question as to avoid any. <laughs> And proprietary, uh, precautionary, <laughs> additionary. How is that different? How is that different? How is that different than asking what your feet doing? What your feet doing because is the feet, same thing. Feet doing what your feet doing could be a lot. It could open the door to a lot of different things. All I want to know is planted. are they fully planted? Okay, so now to answer that question, it all depends on the type of toilet. Now, okay. if I'm at home, I got a handicap height toilet, so it feel like you said <laughs> you would okay. have handicap your. Let me tell you, I look. I have had a lot of odd jobs. Ready, nigga. Okay. You got to make sure your is comfortable. Absolutely. Uh, 70 or older, come with me. You you have no problem. You got a walker need to get to the bathroom. I got a real high uh a real high um vanity. You can lean on that all the way till you get to the toilet. And let me tell you, when you fall on the toilet, it's gonna hold your weight. Okay, so now when I moving on. Let me ask my question. So um now if I'm at home like cupcake, I sit. I probably sit a little, you know, lean, little leanatory on, you know, have my forearms on my knees. But if I'm sitting there, probably my feet fully planted. Or um, I'm blessed enough to have my toilet, my uh, tub in front of my toilet, so my feet might be up on my toilet. Your feet are up on your tub. Yeah, that's why I made my feet are up on my tub. Okay, my, my feet are. You ain't answer, Cole. You ain't answer, Elamani Black. I really don't even remember why I asked the question at this point. Um, you were talking about the lights are in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Why uh, are you so flabbergasted like this your first episode? We ain't even did nothing that bad. Not flabbergasted. This <laughs> she is, at least this got is, on clothes. This is this is how I normally react. Y'all just too busy looking at each other to look at me. I'm looking at you. This no, is this, this your first time seeing it in your face because yeah. normally, normally she's off to your side, but now she's in your face. So now or, you get mad. Or she hiding behind the uh, the tissue mountain, <laughs> right? But anyway, um, flat, flat when I'm squatting, and then um, like you guys said, it depends on the situation. But for the most part, um, it gets it depends on the height of the toilet at home. I like that you like flats. Like whenever you come she through said with that chicken, I my wings too. I'd be like, bet I said I wasn't hungry, but I know I could have all her drums because she go lead them bitches for me anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't I like put times at all. I'll eat them, but I prefer the flats. I put that on like my dating list, though. Like I want your preference to be flats, so that we could work well together eating chicken. 
Yeah. Or they could just compromise and y'all like split them. No, I don't want that. Mm-mm. I hope if you if you eat any of my flats, like if she ever reached for one of my flats, it would be a problem. <laughs> I'd be like, but those aren't yours. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not your part of this. I don't want you to be identical to me. I want you to be um complimentary. Don't, comp- don't even compromise. Don't even do that. Complimentary. Yeah. We gonna go together. Want yep. to be no condiment. But anyway, um, hey, yo, to your burger. Let me see here. Did y'all ever read blogs before the days of the shade room? Like, where did you yes, get sir. your celebrity news from? Rhymes with snitch. Yeah, media takeout. Media takeout. Rhymes with snitch. I'm at Fred from media takeout and Fred. That's how you sound when you suck dick. Yeah, it is actually. And more. So I remember back in the days before Instagram blogs and things of that nature, um, going to my computer back, you know, because, I mean, a lot of this website stuff wasn't optimized for mobile. Like, you could use it, but it was not as friendly, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'd go on my computer, I'd be in the lab, whatever, on campus, and I would go... And I went, I had like a routine. So I think I started with Sandra Rose. Then I went to Nicole Bitchy. And then I went to Miss Gia. Now most bitch time, Sandra Rose. Oh, that ugly frog looking ass, evil ass bitch. Oh, sweet Jesus. I bet she is Trump supporter. I have all, I, I, I fully and wholeheartedly believe that she is probably a Trump supporter right now. Who is that last person you named? Miss Gia, the Ms. one that used to be a porn star. Did she change her name to something else? No, her name's still Gia. Which one was like, was that Nicole Bitchy? Did she change her name to something else? XO Nicole. Oh, XO Nicole. Okay. Yeah. But, and um, I remember she used to fuck with Chad Ocho Cinco. And then I remember he was Ocho like, Ocho Cinco hey. wanted me. Ocho Cinco wanted me. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'll be popping this pussy. It's popping severely. That motherfucker was. She was pushing, she was hitting the shit off that pussy. And let me know that she like it rough. Heavily nasty motherfucker. But um, anyway, I don't know why that randomly came to my head. I think I was like like went to the shade room for something because you know, Instagram posts be out of order and it was like view previous posts. And I was like, oh, view previous posts. I can't do that. I gotta go to the page. Like I have to do it. There's no way they're around it. And then if you go to the website where it's like, oh, click here for more, it's like I click it and I want to be immediately brought to the post that I want to see, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So it's irrelevant. Like I'm not about to go through all these steps to do it. But in the past, I would have been like, "Ooh, click." I wait missed for it to load. Click. Wait for it to load. Scroll, 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 scroll. I miss the media takeout days, man. What? I still go on there. They still do. They be on. Do okay. So now back in the day, it used to be a little bit of truth with a little bit of bullshit. Is it still like that? Because I remember for one period of time, it seemed like everything that them niggas had was bullshit. Well, when I just want to know, like sometimes when the story come out, I'm like, I want to see what other people are saying and see if it's identical, mm-hmm. and then I'll go in there to see what they saying. Because okay. it's like they was my original, so I still trust mm-hmm. them because we had that relationship. That's real. I know their character. Like Blogzilla, or he used to go by... Or like Zilla. people. Okay, yeah, that's true, too. So, um, I think he used to go by Zilla Valentine and all this other stuff. Um, so, he do like a whole bunch of like interviews for like movies and shit now, but that's who I used to listen to back in the day. That's actually pretty ingenious. Um, that's what I used to listen to back in the... Uh, let me read back in the day. Um, like you said, uh, um, Nicole Bitchy, she was the bitch back then. Um... 
uh, Miss Gia had, did used to ask the good stuff whenever she decided to commit to blogging and not want to sell hair clips and t-shirts and sweaters and all that other shit. Um, who that else was it? My butt. Um, your butt. I did. I stretched it out somehow. Tell us more. You never tell this side. You ain't lying. Uh, Oh. No. Is it pegging if you're a woman? I like, let me tell you, I like this Skype shit. (laughs) You ever did anything besides talk on Skype? No. Yes. Mm hmm. Back in my former life. But, um, no. I have. But, uh, uh, let's see who else. Rhymes with Snitch. Rhymes with Snitch still be on it. That motherfucker still be on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, I, again, don't know where that came from, but it was like something that I thought about this past week or a week and a half, however long it's been since I talked to y'all as mm-hmm. a trio. Um, Okay, last but not least, we've had ample time to see Queen and Slim. Mm-hmm. And, Crispy, have you seen it? No, you tell me about it. You could have told me about it when it first came out. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, um, sorry. Spitters are quitters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, went to see Queen of Slim the weekend it came out, Thanksgiving weekend, went with my mom and my brother, um, at, uh, in Westland. So predominantly black audience, of course, it's a predominantly, it's a, you know, black film or whatever. But anyway, I don't know. the niggas when it comes to movies, <sighs> ever since goddamn Black Man Holiday, me and the niggas when it comes to movies. Black Man Holiday? Y'all Best man y'all... holiday. Best oh. man holiday, my bad. So y'all love y'all Negro spirituals. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed the the initially upon the first watching of the film. Um I I was confused. Um I was upset. I had a lot of emotions that needed to be processed. But like 20 minutes prior to me seeing the film. I saw a spoiler on Twitter. Now I had successfully avoided tw- spoilers for like two and a half days mm-hmm. with on Twitter, and then I just opened my reopened my Twitter. And you know how sometimes it refreshes your feed, and then the very first thing was Dustin Ross saying something, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so not very you. happy about that. I was not very happy at all because he didn't need to retweet that. He could have left that in his mentions, but he decided mm-hmm. to retweet it. Mm-hmm. So, my fault for reading it, I guess. Uh, so then I went to see it again the next day. Felt a little bit better after reading some hot takes online. And then uh, Cupcake and I went to go and see it. So, what I'd like to do is just briefly discuss um, the film uh, and what your thought processes are. Cupcake, as um, you know, I am one who uh, goes to see a film multiple times. And she told me she didn't ever want to see it again. So. <laughs> uh, okay. First of all, we were arguing in the parking lot and these white people were laughing at us. Because they thought that y'all were a lesbian couple as y'all are? No. And you're jealous because you weren't with us. But what I'm saying is. She was invited, however. Just let the record show. She was invited. She chose to not come. I was invited on a Friday and they know I don't do shit on them days. But mm-hmm. it was an inv- obligatory invite. Uh, mixed reviews. 
the film was shot beautifully. Uh, the the film Masika Melina Melina Masukas Masikas whatever your name is, she shot this movie uh, beautifully, beautifully. Uh, it is cinematic gold in that way. Um, the script, however, uh, Lena, <laughs> Lena Lena Waif left a little bit to be desired. If I'm honest with you. Um, just because for me and they, uh, Cupcake and I had a, had the opportunity to talk about this a little bit, but um, the opportunity for me was that I never really fully got all of the messages that she was trying to send. You know, like she was trying to talk this as a love story. I didn't fully get the love story. Now there are parts mm-hmm. like Cupcake will tell you maybe um, where there it shows the development, but it never fully gets to the point where you know I'm ride or die with you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like in the earlier parts of the movie, there has to be a trust built in for me to continue to run with you. I mean, right. but the, the trust was built. In, I mean, if you kill somebody and like they just don't like freak out, like y'all keep doing shit together, like that bond is going to build like, all right, you looking right. out for me kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then the whole, like, the, the like on the read, the lady they was talking about, oh, you know, the Black Lives Matter part of this is such a small part of the movie. But it's nah. not true. It was throughout the whole movie. Mm. You know, like, they're like, oh, the police officer part is only the beginning. Well, yeah, of course, it only takes you a, a second to kill somebody. Mm, Duh. That's so sad. But the whole... T- Stop killing people, everybody. Let's just live. The whole time... I don't know, man. The whole time they they talking about it and they still on the run and they, but I did like how they didn't focus on like the media attention or like because they threw their phones out right after they killed the guy, so they didn't yeah. have no phone. They had no no way to get in contact with nobody, no way to know what was going on other than people telling them what was going on. Right. So, I didn't understand why they did. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. No, go ahead. I'm done. No, I just, okay, so my overall thoughts about this movie is I feel like it was all Queen's fault. Um, because sure. <laughs> if you started beginning, if you just met this total stranger, why are you letting him drive you home? Real bitches don't do that. Nope. Um, and That's then, what we started an argument about in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> Never let the house know like, where you stay. <laughs> no, she was like, I wouldn't get in a car with a stranger. And I was like, well, I got in cars with strangers. And that's when she said the messed up thing that she continues to repeat, which I told her to take back. But she just keeps I take back. I take Thank back. You. I, was, I was telling her what we were arguing about. Oh, okay. That's why the white lady was laughing at us. But, um, yeah, so then part two, how it was Queen's fault, because in the car she took his phone. I don't know you and you got my phone. I don't know what you're about to do, get what you're about to go home. through. You could cash app yourself some money, Apple like no. I was about to say I got Apple Pay set up, bitch. I don't know what you finna do. Exactly, give me my fucking phone. And when he snatched the phone, the car swerved. Now take it, he did like didn't use a turn signal one time as well, but he went to swerve, which made the police officers think he was drunk if he wasn't trying to fight and get his phone back. Right. Um. And then when the officer came, she arguing, upsetting the nigga. So like it all like if she if she would not have been in his car, he wouldn't have never kept his motherfucker. Right. right. Um, cause she got I, herself shot, and she was also the only one that got hurt throughout the whole movie. Like she got shot, her, her broke her arm shot. after she broke and jumped out a window. I brought that nigga jumped out the same window and was all right. And she was the first one to die. So I mean, it just shows like black woman always sacrifices herself. Mm. But Mm-mm-mm-mm. like, <laughs> that what it shows? Is that really what it shows? No. Anyway. 
Um, Everybody is giving this film rave reviews in so many different ways. I think Lena is really sucking her own dick on this one, and she—I think she needs to. That's relax. how I felt about the movie in Us. Um, no, now Us I thought was really like I—I I didn't understand. I it thought it was. Time. So I that's it was, why. Go ahead. I thought Us was. I thought Us was uh, creative. I thought it was original, but I thought that it was overhyped because it was like climax, climax, and, and, and but you got to watch it again. No, I'm not about to pay you to watch it again, but you got to watch it. No, I'm not about it's to. It's the you black agenda. Get more money out of me, ho. We, we don't never talk about how we got this black agenda amongst black people, and I am sick of it, okay? Because... Mm-hmm. Like, I heard, it was some one of these black movies, right? It was everybody hyping it up, like, oh, yeah, go see this, it's great, it's great. So, as a consumer of shows, you're like, oh, if this many people saying it, it really must be a good show. Then you go see it, and you like, oh, this shit fucking sucks. Y'all just supporting it because it's black, and we're trying to build black people up. And it's mm. like, it's the black agenda that y'all put us through. I remember That's when fun. Jamie Foxx happened to have a, uh, he did some little... Um, some fucking, it was like, almost like if Tyler Perry, if he was Tyler Perry, he did like a play, but it was on TV of something and they didn't do a lot of promotion of it. And they was like, J- even if you don't watch it, because they did it at the same time as like, let's say it was like the American Idol finale or some shit like that. So it was like, even if you don't watch it, just turn on the TV in another room to play it and shit. But I I, rem- I was in the other room that the TV was playing, and I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> but it's like, we got to secretly hate it because we don't want the world to know that we know shit ain't sweet. You know so this is my thing. A lot of people have been saying that, and I've been seeing it on Twitter, and I can't agree because there's lots of hot takes about this film and other things. You know, people have been talking crap about Tyler Perry stuff for years. You know, people talk crap about Spike Lee stuff for years, right? Um, and we can say we don't like a certain Shit thing. It's okay for black people to criticize other black work. The The problem is when people criticize it, are they being fair? A, are you saying like, okay, you as a movie person, like what kind of movie do you like? Are you giving the same criticism to mainstream films? And then the second thing is, are you immediately going to bash it publicly? Right? Like are, there's a difference between criticism and like hating or bashing or whatever else. Right. Like I can crit- like I feel like I'm criticizing Queen of Slim because I'm saying like I'm this part was watcher. good. Yeah. And I, I am a movie watcher. But the parts of it that I don't like are that the, for me, the story isn't complete in any of the circles that you start in that movie. I don't feel like fully complete other than the fact that ultimately ends. black people going to die at the hands of the police. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that is full circle for me. Right. There are other things that are just half circle. Right. as a criticism but just to say oh, i didn't like queen and slim because they you know it was stupid and the movie was predictable mm-hmm. how many movies come out and you can predict the ending of it right so of most of these the- movies are goddamn remakes so yes a lot of them right so that's the thing for me uh that that is an issue i don't think and and i seen an article that said is it time for us to be able to criticize black work yet and i was like when have we ever stopped like I don't understand, so that's why I be having issues. I think I think it also it has whether a movie is good has different definitions for different people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like right. as always, it's always uh, been subjective. 
Yeah, so like if I say a movie bad, I'm not saying it because of like the quality or anything may necessarily be bad. I'm saying it because it didn't seem it might not be your cup of tea. Right. It's not my cup of tea or that the I, I don't know. It's like when I watch things I get attached to it. So I guess with the movies, it's like, okay, if I could see this shit happening, okay, cool, that's that's a good movie. Like, I would see this shit again. It's like the enjoyable factor as well as how realistic the shit is and how it plays out, I guess. Have either of you seen the movie Detroit? <sighs> I saw what it I on the airplane around, what surrounded. What <laughs> she said, what, what did you miss? What did you miss? You know, I, I showed said, what did I miss? What did you miss? You missed nothing. I leaned forward and I sighed. And you heard my sigh. Okay. So, again. <sighs> okay. You better not have put this phone on mute. That's all I know. All I did. I, you, what I did, I did put you on mute when I was. You know what, bitch? I got your goddamn <laughs> Yeah, ho. That's, that's to the listeners, not me. Sorry, listeners. It's just because she's been fucking with me. I've been trying to make sure that we had good goddamn audio. And she's been trying to fuck with it. I've been trying to be a good nigga. But anyway, um, uh, ask the question one more time because it's on the precipice. Catch me. Catch me. What, what were we talking about? Have you seen the movie Detroit? <laughs> Thank you. So um, when I happened to watch the movie Detroit, it happened to be on an airplane surrounded by white people. Um and that was the wrong place to watch it. So, and it was in a connector flight. So I watched it on the first flight and then I went to the bed rest. And then I was like, I just got to go to sleep. I just got to go to sleep. Cause I knew a lot of the story. Um, but I didn't, the thing that is so vague, even if you do deep dives into the Algiers motel, there are gaps. Um, because a lot of, uh, they, they didn't tell it as detailed as Detroit did. Um, so when I saw it, me even knowing a lot of information about it, I was like, okay, don't talk to me, white man. You know, it was, it was very. So the, the reason I ask is. Hey, don't talk to me. It was real. Visceral. So the movie was shot, uh, wonderfully. The acting was wonderful. Um, the story itself, like how they wrote it, the script was really good. The outcome was terrible. Right, like, but it's a real story. It's a real story. So, of course, you're not. It's not a feel-good movie. It's not one that you want to watch over and over and over. Fruitvale Station, another film that is not a movie that I want to watch more than once. I not bought it to support, you know, Ryan Cooper. Black people, right, right, right. But man, I would never so watch it again. My coworker, she was like, "I'm about to watch Fruitvale." We was at work, right? So we work while we at the time we were working surrounded by a whole bunch of white people. And she said, I'm about to watch Fruitvale Station. I said, I don't think you want to do it here. And she was like, Well, I don't have nothing else to watch. I said, There's a million other movies you could watch other than Fruitvale Station surrounded by these white folks. She watched it three hours later. She said, I know what you mean. Yeah, bitch. I don't just talk just to be talking, motherfucker. Like she was like, like, like this. I know. <laughs> But that's the thing. So and I, <laughs> I agree with um, Cupcake that like some movies, um, you know, like are good to different Say people why now? for different oh, reasons. Oh, okay, oh, okay. I thought you were saying subjective, as in, well, okay. Since you want me to make sure I ain't on mute and comment and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 
Look at that filler type of way. Jumping out you. Anyway. Um, we, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I will end with this. Queen of Slim, um, definitely going to buy the movie again. I am more than likely going to watch it again just to see if I missed anything. Um, just so, see it on Family Voodoo. Yeah, it'll be on the Family Voodoo in a couple months. Um, but I think it's important that we understand that we don't have to that all black people don't have the same story um and that all black people don't have the same understanding of certain things so um as much as people are criticizing queen of slim it's a it's going to open the door for many more movies to come that are going to shine a light on different black voices you know like people are saying like oh uh everybody wants to see like why we always gotta watch black people oppression movies and i'm tired i'm tired but the thing is, it's not necessarily a black oppression movie. It's got different themes that run through the film. But the point is that some studio distributed this film, paid for this film, and there was no um, white uh, uh, administrative input right. into what the film was going to be. So that is the, the groundbreaking part. The fact that Tyler Perry has his own studios that you can film how you need to film and pay another black man. Like those are the things that we need the, 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 the main thing. So what you didn't like Queen of Slam. Okay. It's still making money. That's a, the, the photograph is probably going to be a movie that comes out. And everybody's gonna, like some people are going to go see it. And then a bunch of people ain't and they're going to be like, oh, you want what cupcake? The uh, picture. The photograph in front of them in front of the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna do that. So we just have to appreciate what things are in the time that it comes out and understand that there are people who ground. Like, do you think that all black people were like, "Oh, Boys in the Hood"? That's the movie I want to watch. I bet yes. you the elitist. Yes. Of, no, the elitist of the elites. <laughs> okay, the black bougie people who went to college and had degrees and were in fraternities and sororities and lawyers and all this stuff were like, ooh, please separate me from the boys in the hood because the white people who saw it probably came to work or campus and was like, what's up? What's up, dog? What's up, Ricky? Um, (laughs) But I don't think it... I didn't look at it as like a black oppression movie. I looked at it as like a love story. So I remember... It also matter what eye you look at it. What eye you watching it with. I didn't watch it as in. I mean, like, it did have its parts. Don't get me wrong. But overall, I wouldn't put that in that category of movies. I, it's not in there with, like, the roots. Oh, that's real. That's a real one. So, Elamine Black, you happened to uh, call me one, uh, one day after you saw the first one, but before you saw the second one, and you said you didn't see how it was uh, relative to Bonnie and Clyde. Do you still feel that way or no? I still feel that way, but I went back and watched some interviews afterwards, and um, I saw an interview where Lena said um, it's closely started off as a Bonnie and Clyde film when she got the idea from somebody else, but she transformed it. So mm. I was like, okay, well, maybe I was missing that part of her interviews where she said it started off as that, um, but yeah, it's still not a Bonnie and Clyde movie. And that's my week. That took an hour and 12 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Crystal. How was your week, Crispy? Can you say it with a little more interest, a little more fervor? 
How was your in- week? God damn it. So you say with less interest? How was your week, Crispy? Hey, 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 hey. Since we talking about that movie and like, um, you know, somebody throwing that straw. You ain't lying because if it was us, she would say that shit. Um, <laughs> this bitch. So, I'm hungry. Um, you hungry? <laughs> well, she went to go eat dinner. Right. She, it's already ready for you, bitch. Um, so, okay. So, how Queen, Queen and Slim had, you know, like a little bit of a ride or die story. Um, it happened. It reminded me of uh, something I was going to ask y'all about. Anyway, one of my favorite authors is Donald Goins. And have y'all ever heard of Donald Goins or do y'all know who that is? No. Okay. Nope. So, Donald Goins is an author that is from the D. Um, and this is like in the 1970s era, right? So between 1971 and 1974, he wrote. You just go turn your back on us, bitch. She sure in the fuck did. She sure in the fuck did. She sure in the fuck did. With her, you don't even know what I'm doing. First of all, don't me out on this goddamn video. I don't think we need to look at each other. I don't think we need to look at each other no more. Okay. I'm looking at y'all. First of all, I'm just trying to pick my clothes out to wear to dinner. That's a and b. I didn't have nowhere else to set y'all. Oh, because we too heavy? Is oh, so, so we couldn't you set you, put our you fat asses on something more you sturdy? Could, you couldn't put put us facing you at all. Okay, cool. No, you're going to see my the reflection on my back. You bitches can't even spell back. <laughs> uh, oh, let me tell you what she could do. You can suck a dick, ma'am. Anyway. Long, long, long. Mm. So uh, anyway, um, uh, so Donald Goins, uh, he was um, he wrote the course of like five books in the course of four years, and um, he his uh, his um, inspiration was Iceberg Slim. And if you're not familiar with I- who Iceberg Slim is, he was a pimp who happened to decide to write down his uh, life story in the form of a book. Now, um, so he wrote a book. Yeah, but his, <laughs> but, he was a, but but no, he was a, he was a true ass pimp though. Like he had, you know, what I'm saying, he like he went that wrote a book. Uh huh. And he started the whole pimp writing books movement, the whole hood books, the triple crown books, the Zane books. If, if it wasn't for Iceberg Slim, you wouldn't know what the fuck those were. So, um, they wouldn't know what books were. No, just hood books, hood books that that were um that were very true to what the black and the black ghetto and black hood experience was and i, I say that word ghetto specifically because it was very it, it it was a very specific story the 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 story of pimps and hoes and players so the very now Donald Goins um he happened to die in 1975 he was uh murdered uh, he was him and his wife at the time was murdering was uh, not murdering. They were robbing a drug dealer and um, the drug dealer retaliated by uh, killing them. So well, but, that's kind of common. Hey, yeah, but he was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant writer. And the very first book I ever read went by him was Black Girl Lost. Now, Black Girl Lost, it was uh, it happened to be this young girl. Her mom was an alcoholic. And she, uh, 
she went to uh it, it starts off when she was six years old she happened to go to her mother's uh the, the the gin joint that her mama used to go to it was this man who thought about molesting her but saw that she was so goddamn hungry and so motherfucking <laughs> malnourished she was like i can't even do this shit so she uh she grew up she happened to it was somebody who happened to dump some dope out the window she picked up the dope she knew a nigga at school that sold the dope her and the nigga at school that sold the dope she sold the dope they end up falling in love and shit this nigga went to jail um while she was in jail she had some dope at the house and um somebody came set them up robbed her raped her the nigga that she was dating that was in jail find out escaped from jail killed the niggas if you ain't read the book Black Girl Lost by now, motherfucker, I'm just telling you the backstory. I don't give a fuck, okay? It's been goddamn 30-some years, some bitch. 40 years, okay? Um, So, came back. Uh, He came back, killed the people that raped this girl, anything like that. But it was it was a true-ass Bonnie and Clyde story. I'm not telling you to him, but it was a true-ass Bonnie and Clyde story, and it was one of it's one of my favorite books. I actually just reread it a couple about uh probably about two weeks ago. Um, I just reread it just to remind myself how masterful of a motherfucking book that is. I also read Dope Fiend. If you never read Dope Fiend, if you ever seen the movie uh Never Die Alone by DMX, I mean with no. DMX in it, it was DMX and David Arquette. What about you, Alamani Black? You ever seen Never Die Alone? Not the full thing. I've seen. Was bits that like pieces. a Romeo Must Die Part Two or something? Wasn't it around that time? It was. It, it was, was in Yeah. But you don't think you saw it? No, no, I haven't seen the full movie, no. Okay. Great movie. Great movie. Um, It's not as good as the book is, I'll be quite honest. But it takes a lot to be as good as the book. Um, But uh, absolutely great movie. Um, But he also wrote that book. So, anyway. um. During that time, I think that kind of also sparked my love for books. Like, I remember sitting in my sister's house in the chair in her living room reading that book. And then I remember going to the, the library and getting whore son, which is about exactly what it was. His mama was a whore. He was the son of a whore. And he became a pimp. Um, shit, dope fiend. It was about literal dope fiends, and he was one, so he spoke that shit like to the real, to the core. But um, of course, I also do remember the the Triple Crown book eras and the Zane eras. What are those books that y'all remember when y'all was growing up that y'all read? And it was like either it sparked y'all love for books or it sparked y'all love for nasty books. Oh, I don't deal. have a love. I don't. I don't have a love for books at all. So I'm gonna be clear about that. I do not love books. Um, not to say I don't read them. I just don't love them. Um, it's too quiet for me. Uh, but the first book that I can remember in that realm of things would be The Coldest Winter Ever. And then I got duped into I've a book deal. I've never read that book. I got duped into a book deal. Um, so I got to read that the sounds second. sounds like you. <laughs> yeah. I had books coming to me every month for $40. Uh, that's how I have my book. $40? <laughs> yeah, but I <laughs> I signed up to get five books for free. I was like, oh, okay. And then they were sending me books every month, and I didn't know how to turn it off. And so then they were just taking my money. But I was in college, so I didn't have no money for them to take. So then it was just messing up my credit. Huh? Never mind. You said it already. What? I was about to ask you that was messed up your credit. Yeah, man. That mess- I mean, that was the first thing that messed up my credit, man. I ain't lying. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
because it was overdrafting my account. So then, on top of you taking the the forty or whatever, now I got to pay an overdraft fee. I can't afford that. You know how many freaking burgers I have to flip to make up? You know how many popcorns I have to sell? So then, after about a year, you know that remind me of motherfucking. Uh, don't trying. be a menace. You know how many ho ho cakes? You know how many? <laughs> Bruh, I, I want y'all to see this. I can't wait. It's about to get really real. Okay. Chicken on bread with hot sauce. Chicken on bread with hot sauce. Is that waiting on you right now? Yes. Mm. <laughs> the first the first book I read that I wasn't supposed to was on the DL. You remember when that book had came out? I never heard uh, of it. About them gay men? Mm. It was like okay. this ex- uh, exposing gay men book or whatever. Okay. And then one of my friends from middle school was like, oh, yeah, I got it. You can read it when I get done. So then I had to sneak and read it in my room. So, like, I would read it, like, and yeah, hide it under my pillow. Because I knew I would have got, if my mama saw me reading a book to my own deal, like, what the fuck is this? Touche. <laughs> it was like the Noah's Ark of books. Mm. Um, I read Coldest Winter Ever. I've, I, I'm going to get that book. I'm gonna uh, get that I, I don't remember it, though. But it is a good mixtape by this artist named Kayla, K apostrophe L A. Call that, and it's a great mixtape. Um, but yeah, that's what I it for my name was Kayla. Oh yeah, I read Jason and Kyra, one of my uh, high school. Te- well, she wasn't my teacher, but she worked in the high school. She wrote this book called Jason and Kyra, and that was a pretty good book. I think I got it signed too. Shout out to Miss Davidson. I remember in college, I read this book by this uh, this boy was that that was a rebel child soldier. He actually came to our, our school and did a uh, a talking shit and signed the book. It was depressing as shit. He said that they basically just kept him on drugs and kept a machine gun in his hand. He was just killing people. And I'm like, uh, and we gonna read this? What? Wow. <laughs> you say what? I said wow. Mm-hmm. Well, we read this and met this nigga. I mean, he was very. Uh, he was very. Uh, repentant you know he didn't you know he wasn't proud of the things that he had did you know what i'm saying but yeah so uh no books that really uh that that stand out for me was uh as a young as a young one elamani black say it again no books that stand out for you from when you were a young one she said i'm already what'd she say the coldest one ever and the see the sequel to the coldest one ever is midnight Oh, okay. It's the third installment. Too. I don't think I read that one, but um, and that's how I got wrapped into that. Um, I goosebumps. No, oh yeah. Lie. Let me not lie. <laughs> I watched the TV show. <laughs> Do y'all remember? Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Did y'all ever watch that at all? Yeah. Nope. Oh, okay. So one yes, one no. Okay, so um, I had better be talking to my brother. My brother called me. He was like, um, I think I see your ex boyfriend, right? And mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay. So he was like, um, I'm not sure if this is him. Does he have? And then you know, he described him to me and so on and so forth. And I'm like, yeah, that's him. And I sent him, a, I sent him a picture, and he was like, yeah, that's this nigga. And he was like, so uh, uh, I said we good. He said, oh, okay, whoo, whoo, cool. So, um, what is y'all reaction when y'all see a, a an ex of yours or an ex of a friend's in the street? Avoid them. 
If, if uh, yeah, because I don't like, I, I don't That's know what I'm going to do. I saw that same person that your brother saw at Route 2, like outside Route 21 on the hill. And I immediately got upset. And I was like, who is this woman? And I was like, like, even if, even though y'all had been broken up for a long time, it was still like he disrespected. And I didn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I needed to check him um, for sure. Um, so anyway, and then I swear 90.9%, I didn't say 99.9, I said 90.9% of me thinks I saw my ex at the airport last week, but I definitely avoided that MF for like it was the plague. So <laughs> fuck I that was, nigga. I was fuck like, that nigga. Yeah. So that's, that's just how it would be. And it's not because like, I'm, like, there's still feelings or hard feelings or anything like that. It's just that, like, that chapter is closed. Like, Nene Leakes said, the door is closed. That door is the closed. The door is closed. And the it's been closed. It's closed. Well, I'll take it back. Um, Because I'm at a point in my life now where when I look at my past relationships, like, I don't feel the need to talk bad about what happened. But it's like, you know, we were meant to be each other's lives for, for that reason or that purpose. So, if we, like, cross paths, I'm going to say, hey, how you doing kind of thing. But... I probably wouldn't try to make conversations. But if it's like somebody where it was like we talked and it was on a teeter, like friends talking kind of thing, it may be like, oh, hey, how you been? Like a conversation. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, but I don't count them as exes, though. I count anybody I talk to as an ex. I ain't never been in a relationship, so I got to count something. (laughs) (laughs) Got you. Got you. I called you consistently. And I have feelings for you, you were ex. Mm-mm. Nope. Because like, any of them, those people, I would see them and be like, oh, hey, blah, blah, chop it up because I don't have no beef with you. But if we was in a relationship and you did me dirty, you doing you me, dirty. me dirty. Yeah. Dirty, dirty. And as you see, I ain't married or nothing, so I haven't had a successful relationship. So there's that. It's only probably like one person maybe that I will avoid just because, no, you make me uncomfortable. Now that's the realest of the real. Um, I don't think I'll avoid any of them motherfuckers um, just because I'm a motherfucker G and I made sure I, did, I was righteous by them niggas. So really they wouldn't avoid me or they ain't going to set me with open arms because they know, like, motherfucker, you did wrong. You can't avoid me, bitch, if anybody need to be avoided. Motherfucker. Ho-ass niggas. But I can't say ho-ass niggas. It's really... I'm cool with my exes. So why you say it? Because they still some ho-ass niggas. They you add minutes to this long-ass podcast with your fucking nonsense. Bitch, like, it was 45 seconds. <laughs> you want me to tell you what you could do? You could suck my dick. I think I'm gonna cut the bulk of the Queen and Slim part out where I would describe the movie. Like that's there's some that's funny cool. parts in there, but we could just nip nip. Hey, <laughs> ain't no thing. You, you you say what you're gonna do, and that's that's all right with me. I'm so, in charge. Put your hands on the steering wheel. I'm in charge. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's Christmas coming up. It's beginning to look alike like Christmas. And um I have a Christmas tree. It is up. It is not decorated, but I will happen to decorate it when I happen to conclude the podcast. But now my question to y'all is, does it feel like Christmas to y'all? No. 
not really. I'm not even in the spirit of shopping. I literally have three gifts, and that's it. By now, I would have had at least seven pairs of shoes in my house, and there's only one. I got two more gifts to get. That's it. I got a hell of a lot more to get. Me too. But I, I don't know. It's just three. It's three. It doesn't really feel like the holiday spirit anymore. Just because it's a lot of people that's dead on timelines and shit. Girl. It's a lot of death this year. Girl, I think girl. that's what's taking me away from it. And it just, I don't know, it's something missing. Like, the spirits of people are missing. Not like dead people, like a lot of people. For me, it's, it's the spirit of dead people. The spirits of, like, people aren't, like, themselves this year. So that takes away from it also. Girl, that too. Absolutely. That too. And that makes it a little bit harder, so it's like death. But you right here. It's a motherfucker. It's a motherfucker. So what are some things um, that mean Christmas spirit to you? So for me, it's being uh, at my job um, because, you know, we deal a lot in Christmas around this time of the year. So um, just being involved in that process day to day, seeing Christmas trees and smelling cinnamon and hearing Christmas music and like those types of things are what it is for me. You know, seeing people decked out. Mm -hmm. In their stuff, but since I haven't really been, I won't say I haven't been at work, but I have. But in the, the capacity that you have been previously. Exactly. I'm not seeing that same thing. So because I'm not seeing it, I'm not feeling it. Before, I used to love this time of year because it was like I'm always doing something to help somebody out. So if you're looking to, to get your child something, I can help you in a way. You know what I'm saying? If you are down, I could, you, you know, we could talk and laugh about whatever you're down about and then you can move on. And at least that day is a little bit better. And I'm sitting there wearing a Christmas hat, you know what I'm saying? Or a Santa hat or ears or something like that like that's the main thing is because I'm not around as many people in that same capacity in that same environment so it just that's where it is plus we're not putting up a Christmas tree at, at our household this year and by now my Christmas tree would be up so not seeing a Christmas tree every day you come in the house is also impacting me a little bit no disrespect if my mom hears me downstairs that's not a dig that's just right. a okay. fact Actual and factual. Actual and factual. I like I said, I got the Christmas like that is my favorite thing. Like my mama, she says that it was only one year, but I'm pretty sure it was two to three years. And unfortunately, my daddy's not here to confirm it because he was really good at shit like that. But my mama made us get a, a fake tree for like two to three is like two years. And I remember my daddy told her that shit is it. We're not doing that shit no <laughs> more. We're going back to having a real goddamn tree. <laughs> With the fucking pines on the floor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so my mama said, and I, my mom did say, she said this is the last year that she'll put up a tree. Um, and I understand that. So she said going forward, she's going to get a fake tree. But the, you know what I'm saying? That's just, it's ingrained in me. I can't. I can't not get a real tree. It's something about walking in the house and, and so smelling that. Yeah, it's, one, it's right here. It's, yeah, it's a. I should be able to turn and see. I'll turn it later. But anyway, yeah, no, that bitch in the house. It's it's uh it's right there. I got got. I'm gonna put the lights on later on. Uh, I'm gonna put the lights on as soon as we finish. Um, uh, her name's Sheba, Sheba the Christmas tree. Um, when I, uh when they gave her to me, even though they do it every year for some reason, I um it it came with this red and green um wrapping on her when they wrapped it. And uh, for some reason, it reminded me of like a Jamaican dress. And I was and I was like, your name is Sheba. You know what I'm saying? Sheba. Mm -hmm. 
she be the Christmas tree. Um, my baby, she she don't stick me. Um, it's called a white. Uh, it's called a white spruce pine. Um, Douglas firs is the ones that normally uh normally stick. Now, uh, if you ever want to know something about a Christmas tree, holla at your girl because I know plenty of them. Um, the ones that got them real wispy ass uh brills and shit, them shit don't hold ornaments like that. So if you just want a tree in the house that you're just gonna put lights on, you're gonna put ornaments on or nothing like that. Get them um white white pine, white spruce pines. Um. Most pine are cool. Douglas firs, those are the ones that are stickly motherfuckers that if you ever step on the motherfuckers, they're going through your foot. Also, that means that they're dry. So if you do happen to go to a um, an arbor or a uh, nursery or any place that sells Christmas tree and it happens to be a little more stickly than you, sticky than you want to be, that means that it's a little bit of an older tree, needs a little bit more water. Um, unless it's the last tree, don't choose that one. But if it is a perfect tree, choose it also you know um, a lot of people that still get real trees um i will i will say this i don't know a lot of people that get real trees but i do know that people want to get into real trees and they're not sure i know a lot of people are like i don't know what to do so i just stick to what i already know so this is to the people who possibly want to get into them um it's wonderful it's not that bad uh you can get a good tree for like $35 and call it a day. I don't suggest you go to like Home Depot because they shit is like mass produced. It's always people in the neighborhood selling trees. You can get $35 tree, put that bitch up there, throw that shit out. I mean, you're going to spend like a hundred and some dollars on a good tree anyway. I tell you, the only time I want me a real tree is when I have a family. This single life ain't right. no need for me to have no real tree. It's ingrained in me. No, I get you. I get you. We used to have one all the time, but then one year, I think my dad uh, put the Christmas tree up the day, like on Christmas Eve, he put the Christmas tree mm. up, and I was like, oh, that's dead. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, this feeling dead. <laughs> like, that year was the year that literally sealed it for me, that the tree don't really matter, Christmas don't really matter, y'all didn't even care about this until the day before Christmas. Right. Okay. <laughs> all I right. I problem with that. Right. I got a problem with that. I was like, this dead. You want to help put on the tree? Nope, it's dead. Don't even mean much to me no more. Mm. <laughs> that's dead. But that's all for my week. How was your week on um cupcake? Oh, uh, you know, it was pretty pretty litty to titty. I went to the No Limit uh tour and that was no, pretty dope. I thought I told you. Yeah, it was it was lit. Um I don't like if I had to change how the store the tour was structured as far as the order they went in. I wouldn't have had Master P as the main act. I would have had Mystical as the main act because that nigga was lit. Yeah. Um. Like Mystical, Mystical and Mia X was my favorite. Mama, the baddest mama, Mia. She's so skinny, but Is she? yeah, she didn't lost a lot of weight. Okay, I mean, it has but been not a bunch not in a years. bad way, but yeah, like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it has been a bunch of years. Yeah, and she's a professor now too. She Whoa. had like one of her students on stage dancing for extra credit. It was pretty lit. Oh, that's lit. Um, it's like no, I wasn't her student, but it was just like just one random girl that was dancing and that was with the tour. And I was like, well, we don't need you here, girl. Um, <laughs> Silk the Shocker, his set could have been better. Like you know how you go to a concert and they'll just do like the uh, course for a song and then go on to another one. Uh huh. He picked the wrong songs to do that for. Oh because, no! Like you know, like Silk the Shocker, he has hits, but. All of his songs aren't those main hits. Mm-hmm. And some of the main hits, he did just like snippets, but then performed a whole song the crowd didn't know. 
So mm. it's like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, there. I, I'm. That's what she said, bitch. You asked. Um, and then I went with. Pitty. I don't know how you didn't see it. Not to interrupt you, but I mean, I. I don't know how you didn't see it, bitch. You in the same goddamn message. Story. I saw it and I deleted it. That was my proof that I deleted the picture. So I don't know oh. what you're talking about. Now I have to delete it again. Oh, well, you asked, it sounded like you was asking me a question. There was not a question it mark. It ran like you was asking. Mm. Okay, you went with, I went with uh, Petty Avogadro. So, like, we had, like, some good seats. It was at the Masonic Temple. So oh. it's not really a big space. Right. So it was like, you got, like, the front row. Then it's, like, the aisle. And then you go to the second part, and we was like the first row in the second part. But there were seats in the aisle. I just didn't think they were usable seats because it didn't make <laughs> sense to buy a seat there. Mm-hmm. But, of course, some people sat there. Now, when we was first sitting in the seats, I was like, damn, these seats are golden because it was a step that people kept falling down. Mm-hmm. So we would just sit there and watch them fall. And it was like, how the fuck are you falling because it's not even a, a long step. Right. So then eventually some people came and sat in front of us. But they were Eastsiders. So most of the people in this concert were army fatigue because, you know, no limit, army soldiers. Absolutely. You know? I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but this one person in front of us, yeah, you got your army fatigue ready. Uh, but this one person had on more like deer hunting fatigue. Like uh-huh. it wasn't quite army. And it's just like all these Eastsiders sitting in front of us. And when I say, like, the security guard is standing right there, though, he, like, strict on everybody. Like, don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? Stay, stay at the house. So, dude, like, light up. He's like, hey, my man, put that out. He's like, all right, cool. But then he keeps, like, relighting this fucking black and mild, right? Uh. So, he's like, dude, what the fuck is you doing? So, then the guy getting mad, he keeps getting caught. You are literally in the security guard's face. Right. Like, what the fuck do you disrespect them? Right. So then we thinking they about to fight. He's like bend down behind his girl blunt butt and light it up again. Then they pull like a Remy bottle out they coat. It was just a bunch of nigga shit. And I was like, why are why are y'all taking away from me singing Hootie Who? That's the code for the crew. It was it was ridiculous. But overall it was a it was a good tour. I enjoyed it. Um Do, 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 do. So, when y'all be kissing somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you put your hands at? The base of their neck, uh, like their neck, the base of their head. Um, it all depends. I'm, it might be if I'm, let's say, they sitting on my couch, and I'm like straddling them. It might be at like rubbing their back. Just a regular kiss, like. You just sitting on the couch just next to each other and y'all kissing. Where are your hands going? Um, probably the back of their head. Uh, I'm probably gonna keep my hands to myself because otherwise it's gonna be more than I need it to be. Now, if I want it to be more, then it might be on that person somewhere. But I try and kiss like with my hands like these. In your lap? Yes. Why are you trying to keep your pussy from falling out or something? I'm I'm trying to keep my uh, my actions and my hormones separate. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because sometimes my hormones get the best of me, and then there's no more restraint. You know what I mean? 
I'm busting out the back of the U the U.S. postal truck. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> come on, motherfucker. <laughs> I just be trying to be a good girl. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, that's all I got. Why uh, you ask that? I was just wondering, like, what people be putting their hands. Hmm. Well, I have any questions? Please excuse my hands. They just want to touch. They just want to feel. They don't mean no harm. Baby, just excuse my, my hands. My hands. No. Oh, yeah, and Twitter removing the porn. What's your final comment? What did oh, you go? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Run that back. I am absolutely upset about that because that really sets me up. But when I be like, you know what? I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to rub one. Oh yeah, I need to, oh, I need to, oh yeah, I need to rub. Yeah, let me go ahead to go on tastyblacks.com. <laughs> so, you know, I feel real disrespected that they're going to take Twitter. Tasty they're gonna Blacks take a is on Twitter? No, no, no. What I'm saying is Twitter gears me up to go ahead and do my full porn search is what I'm Got saying. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my problem is, like my problem with it all is, where I'm going to go, you know what I'm saying? So since y'all take all the porn off Twitter, where I'm going to go for porn? You know, you took you took porn off Tumblr. If you take porn off Twitter, Instagram can't even show titties. It can't even show nipples to the point where it's motherfucking. They can't? Nope. You can't show nipples on Instagram to the point that it's. You uh, sure? Yeah. Oh. Well, I see. I see a lot. They just haven't got caught. You can Google right now. Uh, Chrissy Teigen and titties, and it'll come up and it'll show you that 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 Instagram they are very very prudish when it comes to stuff like that. They don't like you to show nipples, like to the point where this bitch went so extreme as to get surgery to cover up her nipples. It was the white hoe, so you know, you know they do stupid shit like that. But um, yeah, yeah man, yeah man, shit crazy, but. No, um, fuck you, Twitter. I know that you motherfuckers is just trying to get bought by Disney. Disney said, "Fuck you, bitches." And ain't even if you get rid of the Twitter, it's still gonna be some. Uh, I mean, get rid of the porn, it's still gonna be some negative motherfuckers on there. So suck a whole dick. Let me see some dick and some pussy. You heard it first here on Illogical Perspectives. Crispy uh, will really eat your box. I ain't say um, none of that. So. I- <laughs> Gang, gang. <laughs> gang, bang. So I also went to the uh, Light Fest, the Wayne County Light Fest. It was pretty dope. It was my first time going. Is that different uh-uh. from the Heinz Drive one? You said what? Is that the same as the one that be on Heinz Drive? Or is that different? It might be. It started, Where was it at? Uh, it started in Westland and go to Dearborn Heights. Drive through it? Yes. Oh, 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 man! Not to, not to, just to, just to give you, and you can say what you gotta say. But um, me and my mom, my mom and my dad used to go to that every single year. We used to drive through that bitch. I think it used to be free, and then I think they started driving, uh, paying anywhere between three to seven dollars for it. We used to love that shit. Like that was something we did every single year. Yeah, it was my first time going. It was pretty cool, but um, I just hate when people don't give full details about things when they describe their experiences because it really does it sets your expectations high, and then you get you know hitting your shit when it's not. What so, you mean? 
I'm getting there, friend. So when <laughs> <laughs> um I saw like a couple people posting like the license shit, like, oh yeah, it's a cool experience, but they didn't tell you about the process of getting in. So going in, it's like, oh, I see all these cars. I'm thinking like this the line to get out. Like you go That's the line to get exit. in. Yeah, I learned that. Like driving in, then you gotta go all the way down to the end and do a loop. Like I was in line for like 30 minutes and I was like, You motherfuckers never told me about this shit. Like I'm I've glad. never been in line that long. And I can say wholeheartedly, I went at least twenty seven years of my life and I've never waited in a line that long. Yep. I was in there and then uh I was like, I'm just glad that I had gas. I'm glad that yeah. Oh, you have automobile yeah. gas. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to urinate or anything because I would have been on the side. That wouldn't have made no difference. Let's be real. That wouldn't have made no goddamn difference. (laughs) Yes, it would. (laughs) It's a lot of traffic, like bumper to bumper. There was no way I I wouldn't have went to jail. Um, But yeah, it was was ridiculous. What'd you say? I said, touche. I'll give you that. (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, get up there, you pay your $5. But once you get in, it was like, it was a magical time. Like I enjoy seeing the lights from far away and just seeing like what shapes or the experience is about to take you to. And then I was seeing like the families get out, taking pictures of their kids in front of the lights. I'm like, oh, that shit is so fucking cute. It was just great. Then I was like, oh, damn, I guess I'm just on a date with myself. So I went and got Quadoba afterwards and had sex with myself. Hey, did you come hard? I do that all the time. That's all that matters. That's how I go to sleep. But <laughs> sleep good. But it was it was pretty dark. I got inspired to make my own light. So I think I'm gonna start that project probably in January. Um yeah, but I just been doing like a lot of Detroit. Like I went to the uh tree lighting mm-hmm. and I did like a river walk thing. And I was like, you know what? I think next year or next summer, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go on like a tour of downtown Detroit and just mm-hmm. like see different things. That I want to see. I went, um, I think it was probably about two, two and a half years ago. I wrote, I rented a bike from the uh, bike shop over there on Atwater behind the Renaissance Center. Mm-hmm. I rented that bitch. I went to, I, I rode the bike down Jefferson all the way to Belle Isle. I rode all the way around Belle Isle. Um, came on back, gave them back. They, I, I did everything. Now, this is before I think the, the Quinder Cut was uh, fully finished, or maybe I just didn't feel comfortable with doing that motherfucking bike ride by myself. But, um, you know what I'm saying? If you want a motherfucker to go with you, I'm down. Um, if you want to get an inner tube on my bike, I got another bike. You know what I'm saying? You can use that. Well, no, I, I plan on walking. I don't want to like ride. I'm going like, to tour and walk around downtown Detroit. Well, uh, when you want to do the one, the, the Quinder Cut, call your girl. I'm down for it. Because that's the one I, I've never been to the, the Quinder Cut. Never walked it. Never. I've driven over it, but I've never walked it. And that is something that I want to do. Have y'all done that at all? I have no idea what you're talking about. I've been close to it, uh, like, two different times this year. But I haven't mm-hmm. actually went through it. Like, I thought the suicide walk was going to take us through it. But it uh-huh. like turned right before there, and okay. then I was down there on some other shit and was walking, but I didn't go all the way down there. Okay, uh, the Quinder Cut uh, runs. It's like a, a, a underground uh, pathway that runs by like a Easter Market, uh, by the thirteen hundred building, shit like that. Uh, Money Black. It got like a bunch of art and stuff around it. Cool, it's pretty cool, dope. Cool. 
people take pictures and stuff in that area. It's a, a safe underground parkway, essentially. Um, bike path, walk path, shit like that. But that's all I got. What's your final comment, uh, Elamani? My final comment is um, congratulations to my little brother. He graduated Michigan State. You know what I'm saying? Degree Ooh. in political science. You feel me? You feel me? naive. I So shout out to all the graduates. Shout, shout out to little brother. Shout out, shout out. Doing great things, doing big things. You know what I'm saying? Stay focused on your dream because um, if you believe you can achieve, that's what I'm about to be on. And I want y'all to know that within the next, I'm going to say, four to seven years, y'all going to see director on the back of my um, hey. on my job title. So just be ready. All right. And for all of y'all hey. that don't, if you ain't got my number now, don't ask for my number then. Just be aware. But what if they ask for it now, though? If you ain't got my number now, don't ask for my number then. That's, That's right. What's your final comment? One, two, three, go. My final comment that no matter what is coming at you, at you, you. got to con- continue to go on because failure is never an option. And my final comment is, um, I don't know. Just breathe and slow Just down. Breathe. Just breathe. Just believe. Y'all remember that Mazda uh, commercial? Another day. Yeah, just uh, breathe and slow down. Um, just believe. You don't have to rush unnecessarily. And as always, you can listen to us on all platforms except for title and if you're listening mm-hmm. feel free to like rate review share with a friend or two because you like us and we rock with you rock with you on and you can follow us on social medias on instagram at illogical perspectives or on twitter at ill perspectives or if you would like to get our ill tech on anything you can send us an email at illogical perspectives at gmail.com that's i-l-l-l-o-g-i-c-a-l perspectives hey that's three l's y'all what's your song of the week black one two three go my song of the week is going to be That's a No No. That's a No No by Zaza. What's your song of the week? One, two, three, go. My song of the week. I'm sorry, what's is... your song of the week, Crispy? One, two, three, go. My song of the week is Hot um, by uh, Young Thug featuring Gunna. Uh, my song of the week is Midwest Swing by St. Lunatics. <laughs> God it's damn. the Midwest swing, y'all. Ain't got a clue. Ain't got all my questions. And I got them. Thank you for listening, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Ain't got a clue. Ain't got a clue. All my buckets blue. <laughs> Not the bucket. <laughs>